Today on episode number 95 of the podcast, we've got some kitchen hacks for the VIP. What's up, VIPs? Welcome to Life After Sight Loss Radio, the podcast helping you discover life after sight loss. My name is Derek. I am your resident VIP, aka visually impaired person, and I'm joined across the table by my lovely wife and our resident sighted supporter, April. Hello, Hello. dear. Hello. I did that backwards, but oh well. As you just mentioned, this is a no edit podcast. Yeah. So we're going to have no edits. We've already. Already tried about eight times. Yeah. So (laughs) anyway, this is a third, fifth time's a charm. All right. Today, thank you for joining us on today's episode. We are talking about some kitchen hacks for the VIP. Now, this is stuff that I use in the kitchen that probably uh, anybody could use in general, but specific things that can help us. Um, And I've already thought of something that's not even on that list. So as we go through, I'm sure things will come up. Add it in. That's right. We will jump right in. So anyway, we're going to jump into some kitchen hacks. Let's go ahead and jump right in as we get into this topic. So first of all, we've got cutting boards. Now, I have on here cutting board colors, but it could be sizes and things as well. I know I have one that has, it's two cutting boards that are glued together, I think. Yeah. And one is black and you turn it over and the other one's white. Yep. Uh, We also have red, green, maybe. What else we got? Yellow. Uh, Yellow. That's a good one. Blue. Light blue. Uh, Yes. All those colors are really beneficial depending on what you're cutting. So I know like if I'm cutting a tomato or a potato that's really dark, I'll use that yellow one Mm -hmm. or the white one. If I'm cutting a, um, I don't know, something that's really light colored, which maybe like an onion, a white onion, uh, something like that, that I will use a darker one. And it's really beneficial because for my limited vision, that pops right off that cutting board and allows me to... You the know, contrast sort of, of colors against yes, absolutely. each other. Yeah. yeah. And the sizes are important too. We have a small one, mm-hmm. we have a big one. So uh, sometimes you may be like, I need a really big surface to cut something on. Or you might be like, well, I don't want to use a huge cutting board. So, you know, I'll use the small something one. Something smaller. Yeah. So I think all those are really good in different shapes and different sizes. So uh, cutting boards are really beneficial, especially if you're going to cut. So let's go to number two. Number two is knife skills. Speaking of cutting boards, knife skills. Now, I already told my wife that I would make fun of her uh, for cutting herself with a knife. All right, here all we the go. Time. <laughs> yes. Now, I did cut my finger. If you, if I've never told this story before, I did cut my finger on a mandolin slicer. So, not a knife. Not a knife. That's one of those things that you set up and you run across the top. Uh, like, you know, if you have a tomato or something, it'll slice it evenly. However, you have to use the guard that comes with that, or you will cut your finger. Especially as a VIP. Absolutely. So I did cut my finger on that, had a trip to the ER. It was a lot of fun, uh, at least for somebody. So, (laughs) (laughs) uh, by the way, this is not related to visually impaired people, but uh, we had white cabinets at the time. And I think when I cut myself, I kind of like made a noise and she thought I was joking. Then she looked up and saw the blood and it was like running down the cabinet or whatever. I was like, oh, not joking. So, yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun anyway. I (laughs) but I have not cut myself on a knife, at least not at this point. So, dear, tell me about your experience with cutting yourself. on a Oh, I have. I mean, I'm just feeling like a a scar on my thumb right now where (laughs) I just. I'm not paying attention or I just misgauge where misjudge where my hand is and I just slice through portions of my hand or I'm holding something and I'm cutting it while I'm like an avocado, like I'm cradling an avocado in my hand and the knife is just sharp enough that it goes through the skin and I don't mm-hmm. expect it to. And it doesn't go deep, but nonetheless, I cut myself so much more often than Derek does. Oh, it yeah. is yeah. 
it's like, I mean, I wouldn't say a weekly basis, but at least a couple times a month, I'm I'm cutting myself. It's yeah. whether it's severe or not is you know it's very regular. Let's yes. say yeah. Do you? Why do you think that is? Do you think you're just not paying attention? Do you oh, think yeah. it's like oh I'm good? I'm, I feel like know. most of the time when I'm doing it, I'm having a conversation or mm-hmm. maybe the TV is on and I'm listening to what's going on on the TV um, or watching, and I'm just not looking at what I'm doing. The one that I feel on my thumb, I was, um, I had the knife like in my right hand and I had the, my thumb of my left hand and my index finger, um, like arched over the knife and I sliced backwards on some chicken Mm. and my thumb was just in the way. So it like basically sliced the side of my thumb off. It stayed attached, but nonetheless, it was not a pretty sight. That one was bad. Stayed attached. My tip of my finger did not stay attached very well, but, uh, but yeah, that's the thing. Like I'm not talking about learning knife skills like a, you know, master chef. I'm talking about knife skills in the sense of like, pay attention to what you're doing. Right. Don't try to have a conversation. Make sure that you're taking plenty of time. Like it takes me a lot longer to cut things because I'm like, okay, where's my hand? Where's the knife? Like in space, like it's going to come down this way. I don't try to cut a lot towards or away or, you know, like I'm going to go straight down. Sometimes even I'll put it and then I will put my hand on top of the knife Uh and then put down because I know then my hand's definitely not in the way. It's, it's on top not of the, in the knife. Way. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, you just have to really pay attention because knife skills, they can be really important in the kitchen. You, Absolutely. you, know, you cut a lot of things. And so if you don't want to be like, can somebody cut this for me, please? Like, if you don't want to do that, you need to learn how to use a knife. Yeah. And I have found, which may seem opposite, but the bigger knife is going to do better because that smaller knife, you think, okay, it's, I'm fine. It's a small knife, you know, it's, and then you get lazy and all of a sudden your hands in the way yeah. you don't realize it. So using that bigger knife can actually be helpful. And well, beneficial. and there are plenty of tools that can help as well that you don't have to necessarily use a knife like the mandolin mm-hmm. if you're using it appropriately. Sure. Absolutely. Or they have, you know, the, the choppers that you put a, you know, mm-hmm. um, onion on and you yeah. chop it close. So it protects you from the blade itself, but you have to use them appropriately. Yes. And the other thing about those things is, uh, it's another thing to wash. Yeah. So sometimes I think we have, I think we have those things and it's kind of like, "Ah, I'm not going to wash that. (laughs) You know, just give me the knife, uh, which cutting an onion is awful, but it's like, I could be chopping this, but that thing comes apart in eight pieces. And I'm like, I'm not, then what'll end up happening is I'll cut myself on that thing. As you're washing it. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's not good. So be careful of sharp things. As a side note, we have a ninja, like, Mm -hmm. you know, the blender blender. and I don't usually wash the thing that, you know, chops up the stuff. Cause I'm like, ah, I don't know where this is. I'll just set this to the side and let somebody else (laughs) take care of this Yep. because you don't want to cut yourself. So knife skills, learn them, use them, be cautious, be slow. You can do it. I do it all the time. You just have to be careful of it. Uh, Thirdly, we've got uh, measuring things. Now, measuring is always a challenge because a lot of times you want to fill it up to the line. Right. It's like, where the heck is that line? I don't know. (laughs) So I use a variety of things. Number one, I use um, measuring cups that are different colors, white, black we have. There's also some uh, different a variety of colors, blue, green, things like that. Mm-hmm. And those are really beneficial because it's like, okay, well, I need a fourth of a cup and so forth. Now, those are technically dry measuring cups. Right. You know, that right. is a technical thing. I use them for wet and haven't really had an issue. Um, so you can probably get away with it. Uh, just so you know, because some people will be like, well, these are for dry uh, ingredients. This isn't for wet ingredients. If there's something that um, I, I want to make sure is right, like, you know, with baking or something, that's... That's different. It's a little more precise. Yeah. If you're just flapping things in like hamburger helper, if it's almost a cup, you know, it's fine. Like it's not that big a deal. (laughs) Excuse me. But I do use those. 
And uh, the other thing is like we were talking about um, what's the the scale? The, oh yeah, you know they do have talking scales. Food scale, yeah, and they're really helpful unless they don't work. Like, well, like, <laughs> so we had one and yes, it worked did. very well mm-hmm. until it didn't. Until it didn't, and then so we thought it was the battery. We changed the battery. It worked for a little while longer, and then it just quit. Well, and what it would do is it was, it would talk, but it would tell the wrong. Weight. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It wasn't weighing yeah. correctly. Yeah, so we, re- that's we really right. didn't, like, what we ended up do is we weigh this, and then we weigh it on our other one that didn't talk, mm-hmm. and it was weighing correctly. It just wasn't telling us the right weight. Right, and so the, the screen showed the correct weight, yes. but it wasn't vocalizing the correct weight. So correct. that doesn't help a VIP at yeah, all. It's not, not going to do any good. Absolutely. So we had to, you know, chuck that. And most of the time, if I need something measured specifically, I'll just ask. It's real easy. Um, and if I'm home alone, I can use the one we have. I will just get out my phone and use a magnifier. It just takes a lot longer right. to do it that way. Um, so if there's if there's things that need a weight, you know, find that talking scale and maybe you'll have better luck than I did. Ours worked for a while. Oh, I mean, yeah. it wasn't like two weeks or anything, but it just didn't work. And I'm like, should I really drop another, how much $40 on another one? Yeah. Uh, we just have How much did you really use it? I think is the question. Sure, so if it's well. something that you utilize on a regular basis, you mm, know, a yeah. few times a day, then absolutely get oh, another yeah, one. Absolutely. But it, yeah. With you, it, you weren't really using it regularly. So no, it I, wasn't something that we needed. I think we got it replace. because it was like, well, oh, look, they have this. Let's, let's get it. And mm-hmm. it was like, I use it, you know, occasionally. Yeah. But yeah, if you're measuring out food, especially if you're counting calories, you need an exact food measurement mm-hmm. for that. Something like that. If you, like I said, if you're baking, you want right. things like that. So I have a question. Sure. With like teaspoons, tablespoons, mm-hmm. how do you determine which is which? What is your, what's well, a that, hack to do that? Well, that is a challenge. Um, because sometimes I'm, I get confused on which one's which. I'm like, is the teaspoon smaller? Yeah, it's smaller, right? Yes. What's T, TBL, is that right? So uh, one thing you can do is if you get white ones, you can use like a Sharpie to mark on it if there's enough room. Yeah. Um, you could mark it with uh, a piece of tape if there's not, you know, something like that. You could use a black piece of tape, a gray piece of tape to mark the tablespoon versus, you know, whatever. The problem we have is there's about 12 different spoons in there yeah because we have a variety of sets yeah. that we've collected over the year so if you don't if you don't have one tablespoon but you have like one that's round one that's octagon shaped one that's oval it's like yeah but these are all tablespoons right so i would say the less i don't know the less dishes you can have actually probably the better mm-hmm. because that way it's like i pick this one up it's it's going to be either a tablespoon you know what I mean? It's right. not one of the six tablespoons. Yeah. So okay. yeah, marking it is a good way and having less is probably a good way as well. Nice. So yeah, we need to throw out all those. That's uh, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, no. <laughs> all right. So that's measuring stuff. And uh, let's go to number four. All right. Number four is organization. Organization. Uh, now this is kind of what we were just talking about. Yeah. Staying organized in the kitchen. And this is a broad topic, so we could talk about it for days. We'll just do our best here. Uh, organization could be food. Could be utensils, could be plates, could be, I mean, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Pots and pans, everything. And the best thing to do uh, is to set it up in such a way that works for you guys and then just start memorizing. Yeah. Because what we did is we came in the house when we moved here and she was like, where do you want all this stuff? I'm like, I don't know. Just put it where it makes the most sense and then I'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, Now, you may say like, oh, well, this makes more sense for my visually impaired person. That's fine too. Whatever, whatever works. And then just from, okay, plates are here mm-hmm. and then don't change them yeah. unless there's a conversation. Like, sure. I moved the plates. What? Why? <laughs> you know, I'm grabbing cereal. So uh, yeah, staying organized is so crucial. Having, and, and a lot of times, 
sometimes or, uh, kitchens are somewhat organized. You know, yeah. get your bowls and plates and cups and utensils and whatever. But if you can always have the same stuff in the same spot, and not only in the same spot, but in such a way that makes sense. Like if you've got cans of food, if you can say, okay, all the canned vegetables are going to be right here. Right. If you've got any canned soups, they're here, fruit, mm-hmm. whatever. You know, trying to be as organized as possible. Yeah. So you don't have to be over the top. But staying organized is really beneficial. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of things that we do that are helpful. Like we have one of those um, utensil drawer, you know, with the things. The separators. The separators. Uh-huh. Big forks, little forks, little spoons, big spoons, whatever it is. You yeah. Know? And the the one drawer that drives me insane is like the big <laughs> utensil drawer. Yeah. You know, the thing for like big spoons. The slotted uh, the spoons. Slotted the spatulas. Spoons. Yeah, things those like things. That. I'm yeah. like, I don't have a clue where any of this is. And I have tried to organize it, but it just, the kids empty the dishwasher most of the time sure. and put things away and they don't care a lick about organization. So <laughs> no, they, they just want to make like, sure that no. the drawer closes. And other than that, Which they don't good. care. Yeah. I mean, that would be helpful if the drawer didn't close. But yeah, there's things in there. It's like um, most of the time I just kind of grab a spoon that works. But if I need a slotted spoon Mm -hmm. or we have the thing that you chop up the meat. Yeah, like the hamburger masher. Yeah, we have that. Or if I want a certain set of tongs, it's like, okay, I'm searching, searching. Is it? No. Some of the handles feel the same. So I pull it out. It's like, that's not it. That's not it. So it's kind of the junk drawer, if you will, which we do have one of those too, but I don't don't get in that (laughs) one. Uh, But yeah, that drawer probably is the most challenging. Yes. Um, and when it comes to food, that can be challenging if you've got, I don't know, several things that come in bags or, you know, if there's boxes of cereal, but at least you know where the cereal is. Right. You know, at least yeah. you're not going, is the cereal in 10 different places? No, it's always here. It doesn't hurt to open the cereal and just test it and see which one you got. That's okay. Sure, why not? Yeah, absolutely. And, and again, if you want to mark your cereal, uh, what we do is we use um, sometimes a Tupperware container yep. uh, that'll keep it fresh, you know, whatever. And so that one might be good. Like if you can say, okay, we're going to have Cheerios in this one, mm-hmm. we're going to have Fruit Loops in this one, yeah. you know, and market as such. Because they come in different, depending on the brand, they come in different um, shapes. So you could get a sure. Rubbermaid one that's more square and you could get a Tupperware, like name brand Tupperware kind of thing that is, you know, oval right. or something like that so that you can keep that more organized yeah, as well. Absolutely. Always finding a way to mark or distinguish this is the one that I want, you know? So yeah. when you go in there, you're not having to pick it up and say, okay, is this it? Because a box of cereal is a box of cereal. Right. You know, it's, even if They're the box all... is a little bigger, you're going to have to, you know, is this, the, is this Raisin Bran? Is this Fruit Loops? Whatever. Right. So that that's beneficial. Now we use like two cereals. And so raisin our, brain and fruit loops, and as fruit he loops. just mentioned. Yeah, those, those are the two. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes uh, Reese puffs if we're feeling Occasionally, sugary. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, organization in the kitchen. I'm sure that there's other things that we haven't mentioned, but can be mentioned. Find the way that works best for you, and then stick with it. Yeah. And if there's a change. Make sure everybody is on the same page. I'm really sometimes can be not so great about, hey, I moved this, you know, bowl, stack of bowls over to the left more or something like that. So, you know, if you're reorganizing, taking things out of the cabinet, you know, we have 50,000 water bottles and, you know, travel cups. And sometimes I'll weed those out and kind of rearrange things. And I have to make sure that I am 
telling him about that because, hey, if I'm getting rid of something that he is looking for, it's going to be really frustrating when you go to the cabinet <laughs> to try to find cup? it. Like, yes. So I don't usually get rid of things that we actually use. Yeah. But nonetheless, if that happens, yeah. make sure you're letting your VIP know as well. Absolutely. Just have the conversation and say like, hey, I think I'm going to get rid of these or I'm going to move these or whatever, because just the slightest change can throw things off. Yeah. Uh, in one of our cabinets, we have actually we have medication mm-hmm. uh, or, you know, like Tylenol, ibuprofen, stuff right. like that. Sunscreen, I think is randomly in there. Yes. Um, but I kind of have an idea where it is, but then there's so much stuff in that area that it's like, is ibuprofen here? Is it back a little bit? You know, and I, I yeah. kind of know the shape of the bottle, but it's like, what, what is the, okay, this, uh, so it can be frustrating. Just the slightest change yeah. can throw things off. Yep. So always have communication like we talked about last week or yeah, was it last week on the connection? Yes. 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 So always have good communication. All right. So those are just a few tips, a few hacks for you guys. I'm sure there's more, but uh, those are just a few for you today. So our question for you today is this. What is one item that you can't live without in the kitchen as a visually impaired person? Is it your cutting boards? Is it your knife set? Is it some other organizational tool that you use? I would love to hear about it, and I know others would as well. So you can leave comments on the video or let us know by sending an email to lifeaftersightloss at gmail.com. All right, before we get to our quote, we've got a few housekeeping items for you. Of course. Um, If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure to give us a thumbs up and subscribe so you don't miss another single episode. That's right. And you're listening to the audio version. Make sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast app and go ahead and consider leaving us a rating and a review. Also, if you want to leave your thoughts, your comments, all that good stuff, send us an email to lifeaftersightloss at gmail.com. And if you're on Instagram, make sure you follow us at lifeaftersightloss. That's right. All right. So now we've got our quote and let's get right into it. It says, the kitchen is where you put all the ingredients together. No matter what you do in life, you have to have a plan and put it together. Yo, Gotti? Yo, Gotti. Gotti? Yes. Sorry. That's what, <laughs> at least that's we what did my, not review this prior At least that's to... what my screenwriter said. Oh, okay. Yo, Gotti. So I, he's a, a songwriter, rapper, something like that. Um now, what's interesting about this quote is it's more than just the kitchen, but it's kind of this idea of like kitchens where you go to put the things together. You right. know, you grab stuff off the shelf and you put it all together, and you make a meal. Yep. But life is sort of like that. You got to have a plan because you go in with a recipe, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever, or at least at the, you know, you're going to have a plan of what you're doing. Life is like that. You got to have a plan and then you got to put it together. Um, whether it's being a visually impaired person, going to work, having a job, you know, going to school, whatever it is. You got to have a plan and then you got to put it together, yep. just like all the wonderful things we do in the kitchen. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Thanks so much for listening wherever you are. And remember that sight loss isn't the end, it's just the beginning. My name's Derek. And I'm April. And we'll see you in, in the, the next, next one. one.